The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is the reason why you can't monetize your social media. If you don't do these things first, you will likely never get sales on social. My advice is contrary to what you hear a lot of experts say, but a lot of those experts haven't made any money on social. You are spending hours and hours trying to build your social media, trying to figure out why it is you can't get people to buy from you, whatever your favorite platform is, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. In this episode of the podcast, I'm gonna share with you the five reasons why most people will never sell on social. Hey, welcome to the show. And the good news is, not only going to tell you the five things that most people are doing wrong, I'm also going to illustrate what you need to do to get it right. My name is Shalene Johnson. And if you've just tuned in for the very first time, if you're listening on a podcast app, thank you for subscribing to the podcast. My son and I host this together. We have very different opinions and perspectives. Obviously, I've been doing this for a lot longer than he has. 25 plus years. I guess it depends on what we're talking about. If we're talking about entrepreneurship, it's 35 plus years. If it's talking about digital marketing, it's probably been the last 15 years. If it's talking about marketing in general, yeah, it's the last 30 years. My perspective is really about helping you understand, you know, once you've grown, how do you get the sale? How do you grow the business? How do you market yourself? And why is it some people are killing it on social and others aren't? Well, there are some very subtle things that unless someone is willing to like break it down and tell you what they're doing and what like specifically what they're not doing, because I'm very intentional about the way I am on social. It's the foundation behind our success in social media. What I'm going to share with you today is the foundation, the reason why I've been able to sell literally millions and millions of dollars using social media without having to sell on social media. I can explain. As I said, there's going to be five really important things that you need to do, and I'm going to share them in the order that you need to do them. So step one is you got to attract people. You got to get people to follow you. We have done a ton of episodes, specifically Brock has, who has the chops, the receipts to show other people how to grow on social. It is a very specific formulaic way that you do that. Now, if you're listening on an app, I'm going to pin that episode so you know which one to look for. If that's your first step is you just need to grow on social. But I will say if I'm going to like cut to the chase, it's you got to post more and you got to post the kind of content that's attracting the person who wants the solution you offer. You've got to attract that person. So that means your content needs to be like really valuable to them and it's got to be niche related and it's probably going to show us a little bit of who you are, but more so it's trying to attract a stranger. Remember that your feed content, the purpose of your feed content is to attract and to entertain and to captivate someone who's not yet following you. So they become a follower. Once they become followers, then we move on to step two. Step two is you just help people. You give them the opportunity to get to know you and like you. Now, if you were to meet someone who sells cars at a neighborhood party and all they did was talk about selling cars when you met them, would you feel like you knew them? Would you feel like you liked them? Absolutely not. You'd want to know, even if he does sell cars, or let's just say real estate, right? Like even if this person does sell something that you could use their services at some point, like you could buy a car from them, you could buy a house from them. 
if all they did when you met them, when you were trying to get to know them, was talk about what they did, and also it felt like they're trying to sell you, you, you wouldn't like them and you wouldn't know anything about them. That's why stories, you have to remember stories is not the place to, to sell. It's not the place to keep talking about your niche. So we want to separate. The niche goes on our feed posts and stories is mainly about you. It's stuff that's still interesting, not just interesting, like super interesting and valuable. And it's just real. Like, I almost don't want you to think about this too much. I almost don't want you to worry about whether it's valuable. I almost don't want you to worry about if it's interesting. Just friggin' be you. You're more interesting than you know you are. And people need to know who you are. They need to know your personality. They need to know like what things we have in common. Because when we see common traits with people, those things, they make our guard go down. Because we're like, okay, we have this in common. We have the same sense of humor. We have the same sense of belief. We have the same values around fill in the blank. We have the same ideology when it comes to raising kids, whatever it is. Like, let people know the things that matter the most about you, that say the most about who you are on your stories. Because first, I have to get to know you. And until I get to know you, I can't decide if I like you. There's stages to this. So first, I have to like, you have to get on my radar. That's your feed post. Second is, I got to get to know you before I can figure out if I like you. You know, we all have a first impression. But if you can get people to stick around and figure out if they like you, that's the whole point of stories. So it's in our stories. Remember, your stories do not, and I repeat, your stories do not attract new followers. Your stories are where you deepen the relationship with the people who've already decided to follow you. You're deepening the relationship with the people who are trying to figure out who you are, and if in fact, they like you. Step three, and this is a big one. This one's huge. This one is so big, and people don't get it. They just don't get it. Okay, get to it, Shalene. Number three is you've got to become good for it. What do I mean by that? There's that person who you're like, I need a quick recipe right now that I can throw together. And when I show up at the party, people are going to think you are just like this amazing chef. There's someone you know who you can call because they're good for it. When it comes to buying a car, there's someone you know who knows like everything about consumer reports. You can call them because they're good for it. There are people you follow because they save you time, because they're always showing you things that either save them money or they've done a complete review and they're honest. They're not trying to sell you anything. Like you can follow them because they're good for it. There's people who I follow on YouTube because they do Amazon hauls all the time. And I just know like I'm going to get the best ideas for gadgets. There are accounts that I follow that they talk about design inspo and what things are going out of style and how to be ahead of the trends. And like more importantly, they show you things that look really expensive and elegant in your home, but they cost a fraction of what you would spend at a designer furniture store. And you get them at like Walmart. Like that's someone who I follow. And I know right now you're commenting like, can you tell me who that is? That person is good for it. Now there's a lot of people who post interior design stuff, home decor, but they're not good for it. You know what I mean? And the reason why I know this person that I follow is good for it because I've bought, I've purchased Several of the things that she's recommended from Walmart, from Home Goods, from Amazon, and they're always amazing. Whether it's like an artificial plant that looks so freaking real or a DIY, like super simple, glue these two things together and you've got this amazing thing that'll save you $500. Like she's good for it. Now, here's the deal 98% of the content that she posts to her stories is not things that she personally benefits from. Like she might share an affiliate link. But it's not her business per se. Her business is interior design and she does virtual interior design. So I can hire her to be my interior designer. And the likelihood of me doing that is very, very high because 
I don't have to figure out if I can trust her. She's already proven to me that she's good for it. And when I say good for it, I mean I can trust her. Not just to sell me the stuff that she sells. I can trust her that she knows what I like. She knows my level of inspo when it comes to design. She understands budget. I I trust that she's not going to just gouge me like to get the same look for less. That's what I want. Like she's good for it. Like I already know her. I like her. And now I freaking trust her because she's always posting content that's just like helpful that she might not even benefit from. So how does that translate to you? Well, some of you are smart enough. You've already figured it out. You're like, okay, light bulb just went off. If you follow me on my stories, Brock, obviously, his objective is to grow and grow and grow and attract people who are specifically looking to grow on Instagram. If you're not already following Brock Johnson, it's Brock 11 Johnson, and you'll get great tips for growing on Instagram. He's trying to attract them there with his feed posts. I, however, have taken a different approach with my feed posts. I'm not necessarily trying to attract new people because I've got almost 800,000 people. I'm trying to do a much, much better job of helping them know I'm good for it, building the trust, right? So you don't always have to have the same goals as somebody else on Instagram. Your goal might be to just grow right now, but while you're growing, you should also be letting people get to know who you are. So the way that I do that personally, and I recommend you follow me, here's my Instagram handle. It's just my name, at Shalene Johnson. Watch my stories. You don't even need to look at my feed posts. Watch my stories because I'm doing this 24-7 and almost unintentionally because it's who I am. So for those of you who you can't help but call your friends and say, okay, I just discovered the ultimate fill in the blank mattress topper. Girl, I just discovered the most amazing book. You have to read this book. You have to watch this Netflix show. You're that person who's kind of like pushy when you find something that's just like amazing and you tell everyone, you tell the person at the grocery checkout, this is easy for you. You just now need to know that you have been given permission to talk about all the things, anything and everything that you're like, you love it, you bought it, and I did my research, here's my take on it. You also have to tell people when you find things that you've purchased or tried or watched that you didn't like because no one trusts someone who likes and sells everything. Like I can't take a movie recommendation from my parents because they love every movie. So you also have to tell people what you didn't like. You also have to sometimes say, this wasn't great and I wish I hadn't bought it. When you do that, you build trust. But it's about all the things in your life, like you as a human. So stop thinking about niche on your stories and start being good for it. Start sharing all the things. And yeah, eventually you can even make money from that because you can sign up to become an affiliate for those things. But I'm always very careful to tell people like, I don't care if you use my link. I really don't. Like here it is in case you want like a discount. But please, I'm, I'm just telling you about this because I freaking love it. Now, before we get to number five, any of you who have gotten to this point of the episode, I want to give you like specifics of what this looks like because it's not just one story. It's not just one direct to camera. It's not just one screenshot. Stories should be a sequence. They should come in acts almost. Like when you film an uh, an infomercial, it's 30 minutes. That's one infomercial, but it's got three acts. So just about anything where I'm sharing it, whether it's something that I benefit from or I offer, or it's something I just want to recommend to people, I always do it in a series, a series of three. And it's a very specific formula that creates engagement, builds trust, and helps people get to know me at the same time I'm becoming good for it. This formula, it's super duper simple, especially when you see it laid out example after example after example. So what I've done is I'm sharing with you 
the exact formula that I use. So these are 50 examples of each one of the like, okay, so, and you'll be able to like plug and play. You'll literally be able to like Mad Libs, you'll write in your thing. Just promise me this when you look at this, by the way, that link, if you want to download the exact template that I use, you can find it beneath this. We just click on the little description. It'll expand. You'll see the link there. Just click on that. You'll you'll give me your email address and I'm going to send you 50 specific examples that make it super easy for you to plug in your own stuff. All right. However, remember this and a special caveat. When you're plugging in your own thing, don't just plug in the thing that you sell. Plug in the things, the, all the things that you love. I know you love your pillow. I know you love your morning coffee. I know you love where you go on the weekends. Like whatever it is you love, just plug it into those samples. Don't use these 50 examples to just sell your thing, which leads me to number five, the biggest and most important tip. It's the one that most people miss. And I think it's the reason why we've been able to sell literally millions of dollars without having to advertise on Instagram. Caveat, we have advertised on Instagram, but without a doubt, there's no question that the amount of revenue that I've earned just from following this exact five-step process of monetizing my social media is why we are where we are today. I'd love to dial in our ads even better. So hit me up if you are someone who's like, girl, I know how to crush TikTok ads. We're looking for people who really know TikTok ads And, you know, like, listen, if you're the person and you've got to have the chops, reach out to us because we're always looking for people who are really, really good at that because that's really how you scale even beyond what you can do in social. All right, but let me get to number five. And my advice here varies from what you're going to hear a lot of experts share with you when it comes to monetizing your social media, but compare the numbers. And I'm not like saying that to be cocky, but I'm like, just look at someone who's teaching you how to sell on Instagram and look at their numbers compared to someone who's about to tell you something you probably not heard before, and that is stop selling on Instagram. I don't sell on Instagram. Don't sell on Instagram. I sell in private. I explain on Instagram. So I might explain on my stories, never my feed, what it is that I might have that could help you, but I won't sell you there. I won't suggest that you click add to cart from there. What I will do is I will explain enough so that the person has the free will to say, Okay, this is interesting. Okay, this is what I want. This is what I need. And they raise their hand. They ask for more. They can do that by giving me their email address, opting into one of our freemiums, DMing me. And I am telling you a couple of things. Number one, this is why you need an email list. Because when I say sell in private, I'm not meeting with people one-on-one. It's not happening on my Instagram stories. It's not happening on my Instagram feed posts. In those two places, I'm inviting people to have a more, I call it private, but a more, a less front-facing conversation. There are people who are on social media who are like, that's all they do. They have no interest of doing more. They don't want to know more. They want the free stuff. They want to write, you know, whatever. There's just people who just consume social media to consume social media. And then there are those people who are like, I get it. I want to work with you. I want to know what you do. I don't want the fluff. I don't want the 60 second. I don't want the 15 second lip sync video. I want to know the thing. Those people are really smart. Some of you are those people. It's how you found this episode. But those people are really, really smart. But there's a lot fewer of them. Let's face it. Most of the world is not going to be successful because they're just not determined. They don't have a big enough why. They, their beliefs are off for whatever. There's just a very small percentage of people. And you're one of them who's like, I want to know the extra steps. And so explain 
on social. Don't sell on social. Explain on social so that you can sell in private. And when I say sell, I don't even know if I'm even selling in private. Even in private, I'm inviting people to do a webinar, to get on my email list, to do a call with us. And in those instances, even then, I'm not going to sell someone anything. I'm going to explain, here's what we have. It's yours if you want it. Here's the price. That's explaining and then sharing an offer. So I think we have to like stop using the word sell. And I know it's like an easy word, right? It just means like, like let's monetize. But if you stop thinking of what you're doing as selling, that's going to diminish that like fear and anxiety that happens when people are like, oh my God, I'm selling. And then you hear their voice change and their personality change and they get really nervous. And that makes you, the consumer or the you know, the listener, it makes you nervous when you can tell someone else is like really nervous, right? So instead of thinking of it as selling, just explain. Because I don't want anyone to buy something that they're not ready for or they don't need or can't help them. So I need to explain it enough because I don't know most people well enough to know all those things about them. So I need to explain what I have well enough so that they can make that decision. And then I share with them an offer, but it's their decision to buy. I'm not going to sell someone anything. And I do that off of social media, which I consider, you know, kind of a little bit more, you can call it private or you can call it an elevated experience. You can call it, you know, someplace that's not public facing per se. I hope that was helpful for you. If it was, I would love to ask you to please double check and make sure you're subscribed. We've got some great, great episodes that I think would really help you. Again, like I said, my son and I, we both do this podcast together. I'm going to try to teach you more operations. I'm going to try to teach you systems and strategies. And he's going to share with you all the things you need to do to grow your social. Because let's face it, it's free eyeballs and attention means more customers. Hey, thanks for listening to this edition. It's my goal to be brief, to be bright, to make it fun, and then be done. Do I need to be done with that tagline? I've been saying it now for, I think, 12 years. I'll take your advice. Am I done with that tagline or keep it? Let me know. Love you. See you soon.